0: Hello everyone. Good morning, Subang, Assemblies of God. Thank you, Reverend Wong Ip Meng and Reverend Francis and all the pastors and leaders for giving me this opportunity to preach the powerful Word of God. Praise God. This morning, let us come expecting great things from God. Praise the Lord. I'd like to just pray with you, those of you who are watching online. Uh, let me just pray with you, and then I'll get to the message. Uh, Father, we, we thank you for this awesome morning. Thank you for your uh, presence that's already uh, descending upon us in such a great and mighty way. We thank you for people who are going to come to know you as their personal Savior. We thank you for people who are going to receive their miracles. Above all, we thank you for people who are going to be set free to enjoy a journey of freedom with Jesus. I commit myself into your hands. Use me, dear Father, for today, your glory. And all those who are watching, Your hand be upon them. Let the ministry of the Holy Spirit begin. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. You know, the day of Pentecost all over the world today, the charismatic churches, the Pentecostal churches are celebrating this day as a day of Pentecost. The day of Pentecost is the day when the gift of the Holy Spirit was given to us. It is supposed to be 50 days from Easter after the day of Pentecost. The lives of people were completely changed and the world took a different turn. From the natural, the world began to abound in the supernatural and God the Spirit began to pour new strength of of edification, encouragement and comfort over the people of God. Praise God. Just before I read the text, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, I'd like to share with you, even before the day of Pentecost, Jesus already introduced this day and the relevance of this day uh, to each one of us today. Praise God. Now, we see in three places where Jesus spoke about the relevance of the day of Pentecost for you and I for a day and time such as this today in our circumstances. Number one, he said this in Luke twenty four forty nine uh, to the disciples. He said, uh, Behold, I will send the Father's promise to you. As soon as I send the Father's promise to you, while you're waiting in Jerusalem, you will be clothed with power. He promised us a garment of power. Number two, he introduces the dear Pentecost in John the 16th chapter verse 13, whereby Jesus said, When the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you into all truth and he will not speak on his own authority. Look at the word authority. And he will speak what he hears, obviously, from the Father. And he will tell you of the things to come. Futuristic, prophetically. And in the third place, Jesus announced the coming of the day of Pentecost and its relevance to you and I. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he tells us this, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And then you will become my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and outermost part of the world. If you look at these three introductions that Jesus gave to the day of Pentecost, each one carries a relevance to you for a time such as this in the situation and in the circumstances that you're in, even in this pandemic that we are in. Praise God. Now, I like to turn Your attention now to Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Now, this is how the day of Pentecost became a reality, a reality. You know, friends, the Bible tells us when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one place, in one accord. I mean the disciples. And as they were in one place, in one accord, and suddenly there, there was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Mm. And the scripture tells us it filled the entire place where they were. Every place was filled with the sound of mighty rushing wind. Zzzz. Probably we will hear it again some days later. And then the scripture tells us there appeared to be Thongs of fire sitting on each one of them, fire, the wind of God, the sound of God, and now the fire of God was sitting on them. And the scripture tells us, and they were all filled with the Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Glory to God. What an awesome encounter. Glory to God. Isn't that wonderful? And I entitle this short message for the next probably 25 minutes the relevance the usefulness the relevance of the Holy Spirit to you and I today and in and this morning in this service. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, the Lord is spirit. Where the spirit of God is, there is liberty. Praise God. Where do you need the freedom of God? I sense in my spirit, while I'm preaching this message, the Holy Spirit is already working at home. I just sense there are people sitting here with the allergic condition and long-standing skin condition. And the Lord wants to heal you uh, during this CMCO. Acts chapter 3 verse 19 tells us, especially those of us who are spiritually tired and have taken a few steps back in our spiritual life. Acts chapter 3 verse 19 tells us, Repent and be converted of your sin Times of refreshing. This is plural. Times of refreshing. Times of revival. Times of renewal. Times of redirecting. Will come from the presence of God. Isn't that wonderful? Come on. Somebody shout amen in your homes. Praise God. I still have pleasant memories of the camp that we did together. I still remember some of you. Praise God. I'm sure you're watching, and i like to say hi to you, my friends. What is the purpose of this message? What is the purpose of this message today? Where are we heading, and where is the Spirit of God leading us? Today, this is the purpose. Today, we want to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. We want to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. By the way, the power of God is not an option for a child of God. Hallelujah. I'm sure you remember, in John chapter 1, verse 12, Jesus said, As many as will receive Jesus to them, God gave them the power to become the children of God. Hallelujah. It is the same power that is at work in each one of us. Don't be discouraged. Don't be disappointed if you're sitting there dismayed. If you're filled with times of uncertainty, times of refreshing is waiting to come and visit your glory to God. Isn't that wonderful? I like uh, as I progress into this message. I like to look at uh, uh, the, the the three relevance of the Day of Pentecost of the gift of the Holy Spirit that Jesus spoke in Luke 24, 49, and John 16 and verse 13, and Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. As we look at them, we want to draw the relevance to us today, the usefulness of this today in our situation. Number one. By the way, friends, just before I progress, in the New Testament, the word power has been uh, translated into three different words uh, in Greek. In English, it's only power. But in Greek, it has got three relevant words. And we're going to look at them one by one in a short while. And we're going to apply them in our daily living. Very quickly, the three introduction that Jesus made concerning the day of Pentecost or the gift of the Holy Spirit. Number one, he said this in Luke 24, 49. He said to the disciples, behold, I will send you the Father's promise. Upon receiving the Father's promise while we are waiting in Jerusalem, you will be clothed with power. Here, the Greek word for that word power is dunamis. However you want to pronounce. Dunamis, 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 whatever way, dunamis. And Paul speaks about this power in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. And he says this, now, listen carefully, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond you could ask or think within the power that works in your glory to God. This is an inherent power. This is the power that helps us to cultivate the nine form of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. This is the power that helps us to pray and fight against prayerlessness. This is the power that helps us to read the word, that the word from logos that can become Rhema from Rhema to Revelation and Revelation to relevance. This is is the power that will ultimately transform you into Christ likeness in your battle against sin, your battle against flesh, your battle against your, your unclean thoughts. This is the power that will help you to become the salt of the earth, the light of the world, and a city on the hill. Glory to God, as in Matthew chapter 5. 5. 5, verses 13 through 18. Glory to God. And that's why Jesus said tarry in Luke 24, 49. He said, tarry in Jerusalem until you're clothed with this power. This is the power that helps us to live a Christian life in this ungodly generation that we are living in, that we can become Christ's ambassadors for Jesus. And if you're sitting here and you're battling with the, with the storms of life, the storms of flesh and the storms of circumstances that has come against you that you cannot live your Christian life effectively. You cannot shine as a light. You need this tsunami's power and I pray your besetting sin, your, your ungodly habits and those things that has pulled you down that would cause you to feel guilty and condemn. This is the power that will set you free and bring you to the love of the Father. 1 John 3 1 tells us behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God. Not children of guilt. Not children of condemnation. Not children of rejection but children of God. I want to challenge you towards the end of the service the chains of habits the chains of besetting sin, the chains of unclean thoughts, the chains of ungodly living is going to be broken. Stay tuned. Stay focused. The power of God at this Pentecost Sunday is at work in you, my friends. Glory to God. Number two, Jesus introduced the relevance of the day of Pentecost to us. In John the 16th chapter verse 13. And this is what he had to say. When the spirit of truth comes. He will lead you in all truth. He was talking about the spirit of God. C- talking about the truth. I'd like to turn your attention to John. The 8th chapter was 32. And 36. Remember what Jesus said. You shall know the truth. And the truth will set set you free in the flooding of the power of God. And was 36, he said, he said, whom the Son of God sets free is completely free. And this truth is not some knowledge. It's not some information. This is the truth in the Bible that will come out as the power of God. This is the authority of the truth. Back to John 16, 13 when the spirit of truth comes he will lead you into all truth and he will not speak in his own authority. That's a key word. He will speak what he hears from the Father and he will tell you the things to come. The things to come. And friends here the word authority is translated in Greek as exousia Exousia The Holy Spirit is not some weak and weary spirit It's in fullness of his power and authority he came. Exhaustia, and Paul speaks about this word exhaustia in Ephesians 6, chapter 10. He says, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. This is exactly what David said in Psalms 92 was 10 he said you have exalted my horn like a wild ox and you have filled me with fresh oil glory to God. So therefore this authority is the authority to fight the works of the enemy as what James tells us in James chapter 4 verse 7 uh, resist, submit to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you come on somebody shout amen please this is the authority have you lost your authority Prayer. Have you lost your authority in the confession of the word? Have you lost your authority as a Christian witness? Have you lost your authority in the fight against the spirit of fear, in the spirit of depression and worry and anxiety? It's time to get back this exhaustive power today. That you will begin to function as a man and woman of God, who is ordained by the power of God to stand up in authority that the works of the enemy will flee. The habits of your life will not hold you down. The negative emotions will not defile you. Glory to God. This is what Paul tells us about exhaustion. In 2 Timothy 1.7, Paul clearly tells us, for God has not given us a spirit of Fear of timidity. But God has given us a spirit of power, a spirit of exhaustion, Love and sound mind. Come on, stand up tall for God. Hallelujah. Do not become a victim of your circumstances. Do not become victim of your weak emotions. Rise above with the authority of God. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody shout amen, please. In all our ministries, in wanting to cast out demons, we exercise this power called the power of exhaustion. Without this, you cannot reduce The kingdom of the devil and increase the kingdom of God. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 16, verse 18, upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And he said, into your hands, into your hands I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Come on, somebody shout amen, please. Hallelujah. I pray today through this your power, you'll be set free. Your sleeplessness will come to an end. Some of you watching here, you find it so difficult to go to sleep. you're You're plagued with sleeplessness. And God wants to set you free. And he wants to give you a sweet sleep. Come on, somebody shout amen, please. Number three, very quickly. When Jesus introduced the day of Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit, he spoke this in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He said, you will receive power. What kind of a power is this? In Mandarin it's Nungli, Kwasa, Valamein, Temel. Acts 1, 8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And then you will become my Powerful witness, the carrier, the carrier, sorry, of the power of God, in Jerusalem, in Judea, and in Samaria, in uttermost part of the world. The Greek word that will describe this power is kratos. Is kratos? Kratos means miracle-working power. Hallelujah. My friends, and Paul speaks about this in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. And he says to them that believes, yang parchaya, to them that believes, exceeding greatness of his power is made available. That worked mightily in Jesus and raised him from the dead and sit at him at the right hand throne of the Father. Glory to God! This is a miracle working power. The natural is set to become supernatural. The ordinary is set to become extraordinary. The insignificant is set to become significant. Come on, somebody shout amen! The demonic is set to become holy. The demonic is set to become godly. Hallelujah! Come on, somebody shout amen, please! Isn't that wonderful? If You are sitting there today and you need the miracle of healing. You need the miracle of deliverance. You need the miracle of finances. You need miracles, miracles for your children, for your home, whatever it may be. This is the power you need. Kratos. Kratos. Everybody say Kratos. Huh? Sounds like Kropo, but it's not. Kratos. Anagis, another word. Hallelujah. I remember a year ago, I was ministering in Shanghai, and this lady walks up, had a word of knowledge. I said, those who are, those who are blind in your eyes, come forward. And here comes, I get a specific word, your right eyes is blurred. And came forward and prayed for him. And I wanted to test the eyes. She opened the eyes. Before I could test, she started praising God. Can't Yes because Jesus healed them. It's a miracle-working power that's waiting to be connected to your impossibility. Likewise, I remember ministering one time uh, in Cheribon. Cheribon is not very far from Bandung. You know, on a Sunday morning, this was a healing meeting. On a Sunday morning, I had a word of knowledge to pray for deaf and dumb. There comes an 11-year-old boy. I prayed as usual before I could test the ears. He started screaming because he was born deaf and dumb. For the first time, his ears were open. His ears were open. Years upon years was open. And he could hear something glory to God come on somebody say man please I am prepared today to see miracles in your life you know friends the power of God as I said earlier is not an option to the children of God it's not an option It is a must for each one of us glory to God in conclusion in the conclusion the Holy Spirit has, number one, the dynamis power. Number two, the exosia power. Number three, the kratos power. But how can I experience this power? How can I experience this power? No point. We celebrate the day of Pentecost. We talk about the power of God. But we don't experience the power of God. Don't let the word power be just be in my lips or in your hearts or in your mind. Let it become a reality. Glory to God. You know, friends, before I share with you how you can connect with this power, let me just share with you some testimonies. You know that because of this lockdown, uh, the church is online. But online praying and ministering is not a strange thing to God. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 6 onwards, if you remember, the sanctuary comes to Jesus and he tells him that my servant is so ill and is paralyzed and is tormented by the evil spirits. And then Jesus said, I will come and heal you. But the centurion turned to him and said, I'm a man of authority just like you. When I ask them to do something, they do. Likewise, I want you to exercise your authority and just pray for my son, for my servant. As soon as Jesus prayed, the scripture tells us, the servant, at the same time, miles away, the, the man was completely set free. That's online. When we preach the word online, it becomes online power. Glory to God. Come on, somebody say man, please. I'd like to share with you just one testimony, and I'm going to pray uh, for you in a short while. You know, um, uh, we have a 7 o'clock prayer. Since the day of MCO and CMCO, every day at 7 o'clock for about 20 minutes to half an hour, depending on who is leading the prayer, we pray for people. We pray for people. And this is the testimony. This lady healed of a nose condition. And she tells me last week, sends me a message, I suffered from anosmia. Anosmia is a partial, or complete loss of sense of smell. Sad, she cannot smell durian, but now she can. For more than 40 years, I suffered this anosmia. I want to praise and thank God for healing me in one of the 7 p.m. daily prayer watch. to God be the glory. We do have a lot of testimonies, but now, this morning, it is your turn to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, friends, I told you, The Holy Spirit, the dear Pentecost, came in the fullness of power. For the first time, the power of God was manifested to the world. Now, how can I experience this power this morning? I'd like to let you know, faith is a connector to the power of God. Your faith is the connector to the power of God. The power of God is already there in the atmosphere. It takes your faith to connect to the power of God. Remember, Jesus said in Matthew 17, verse 20, Jesus said, because of your unbelief. And he said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, and if you will say to the mountain, be moved from here to there, and it shall be done, and you will have whatever you ask. Glory to God. Come on, somebody shout amen, please. This morning, you have to speak your faith out. I am healed. I am set free. It doesn't matter how long you have been having this condition. Your miracle, your breakthrough, your deliverance, your times of refreshing is as far as your faith is. Glory to God. And Jesus said, in Matthew 10, 27, Jesus looked at the people with impossibility and said, With man, this is impossible. With medical science, it is impossible. Coronavirus. But not with God. With God, all things are possible. It takes guts to believe this morning. And Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, he said, if you can, if you can, to them that believes, all things are possible. Possible. All things are possible. And faith is your choice. Faith is your choice, glory to God. And I pray the spirit of faith will begin to descend upon you. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and verse 13, Paul says, this is the spirit of faith. Because we believe, therefore we speak it out. Because we believe, therefore we speak it out, glory to God.